Welcome to GNAC Insider, the show that lets you on the inside of the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Join us live Tuesday nights at 7 Pacific or by podcast anytime throughout the academic year. Listen live at blogtalkradio.com slash GNAC Insider or by podcast each week over iTunes or at our conference website, GNACsports.com. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Young and Evan O'Kelly. Thank you so much for joining us for this edition of GNAC Insider. There's a lot of nervousness around the GNAC as several teams in two separate sports head to very deep playoff action while the the ball is turning. We're moving over to basketball season and lots of teams already underway and official conference games beginning this week in the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hey, thank you again for being with us here on GNAC Insider. Always great to have you here on Tuesday nights live or perhaps if you listen by podcast via iTunes or on the GNAC website at GNACinsider.com. I always like to begin the show by introducing Evan O'Kelly. Evan, how are you tonight? I'm doing really well, Kevin. How are you? I'm well. Did you have a nice Thanksgiving? Yeah, it was really nice. Got to spend some time with the family. And, uh, of course, there's some good GNAC basketball action as well. No doubt about that. Yeah, some really exciting play, and I know everybody's kind of thinking about basketball. Now, this time of year, the Great Alaska Shootout kind of kicks off the basketball season in a lot of people's minds, and uh, we've got conference play coming up, and we've got three really good guests to talk about uh, men's and women's uh, basketball here for the GNAC tonight. Yeah, absolutely. You know, things are just getting underway in basketball, and then on the other side, we've got championships coming up in soccer and volleyball, so uh, a lot going on, but that's the way we like it here. Yeah, no kidding. I, I think for the uh, for both the volleyball teams and the soccer teams, with last week being Thanksgiving week, just another week to prepare, another week, I guess, to get nervous. But I'm going to uh, talk to you more about uh, those sports a little bit later in the show. I look forward to that, Evan. Yep, sounds good. Okay, thanks so much, Evan O'Kelly, our co-host here on GNAC Insider. Let me tell you what we've got going tonight. Our first guest is going to be Tony Dominguez of the Western Washington men's basketball program. He's only been uh, head coach. He's only in his second year and uh, has already had tremendous success with the Vikings. And we're going to hear more about his team already off to a good start. A little bit later, we're going to talk with Ryan Bragdon, Northwest Nazarene newcomer as head coach, newcomer to the GNAC, and his team is off to a hot start. So we're really going to get a good look on both uh, women's and men's basketball tonight, as well from Rob Lowry, who was our very first guest on our very first live GNAC Insider when we talked football. He's Central Washington's play-by-play broadcaster, does all of the men's basketball games, lots of the women's basketball games as well. So he's going to give us a good overview as well on both of those sports. And, of course, we'll have the updates on the goings-on in soccer and in volleyball as teams head for the playoffs. But without further ado, let me uh, speak with Tony Dominguez. Tony is the Western Washington's men's basketball coach. They beat the number one ranked team in the country, Metro State, on Saturday. Another team like Western Washington that went to the Final Four last year. Western Washington off to a 4-0 start already this season, already ranked number five, and uh, supposedly lost a lot of players uh, going into the season. But Coach Dominguez seems to have uh, filled, the, filled those positions quite well. Coach, thanks for being with us. No problem. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you? Super. You must be pretty excited about the start. 
You know, it's been a, um, I don't know if it's been surprising, but it's definitely been a great start, um, definitely counting our blessings. So tell us, you know, uh, the vacancies, the, the, the departures, I guess, first, the players you lost from last year's outstanding team. I'll give you a chance to credit some of those guys who aren't there anymore. And then tell us uh, who's been filling those shoes and how they've been doing. Well, you know, it's been a great, you know, long-staying program here at Western. I was a long-time assistant with Coach Jackson and won the national championship a couple of years ago and had a, a group of guys that were pretty determined, um, was very fortunate, and, and there was a lot of angst last year, but taking over a group of guys that had such great success, John Allen, Paul Jones, Chris Mitchell, et cetera, um, you know, there was a lot of pressure last year to perform, and they did well. Um, and it was a, a tremendous season. Uh, did lose quite a few players and uh, didn't really know and still don't really know what to expect of these guys, um, but so far so good. You know, that must have been a really interesting transition for you. Coach Jackson, 27 years, uh, head coach of the basketball team. You come in, I, I mean, you had to have be feeling some pressure, you know. Well, uh, yeah, you know, it's – sorry to interrupt you, but, yeah. No, it's, go ahead. Uh, it was um, – it was incredible, you know, a long journey for me, and not to get into a, a huge long story here on the air about it, but, um, you know, Coach Jackson was was great and allowed me to do a ton of things over the years and gave me a lot of responsibility. So I felt like I was definitely prepared and ready to be a head coach. I actually had an opportunity many different times to do that, but just the family and where I was at in life, I really just want, didn't want to leave Bellingham. And so we didn't do it, and, it you know, it paid off. Um, but, yes, there was a, an incredible amount of pressure. You win a national championship, you have a lot of guys back. Um, you know, I'd like to think I had a hand in the year before, but you never know. And uh, they definitely responded well in my coaching, and it was, um, you know, I'd say they did an awesome job. And so even though there was a ton of pressure, it was definitely re- rewarding. Well, you know, now you could call it, I guess, the Tony Dominguez era is off, I'd have to say, to a pretty good start. Uh, so so tell me, you know, uh, you've got new players coming in now this year. Uh, tell me about some of the new faces. Well, you know, um, we have a guy named Anya Turner who came in last year as a sophomore. He, he did very, very well in the NWAC the year before in the junior college ranks and had to play a role that he wasn't comfortable with. Um, and uh, was very passionate, had a lot of, uh, you know, technicals because of his energy, and I think he just really wanted to play, and it was just tough for him. And he's done a great job um, being, a, you know, in the role that he's used to. Um, and so he's done awesome. I think we've got a, a guard in Rob Harris who early on, we didn't realize this, had a tooth that was really bothering him. And uh just had that removed actually on Monday of this last week before we played those guys, and so that helped him tremendously. He just he's been a different guy, and uh, so he's done well. And uh, you know we have freshmen that redshirted that we knew were very very good players, and Joey Schreiber and Jeffrey Parker, but weren't you know just a little unclear on if they were ready or not. And um, they came in and did uh, so far they've done a really good job. And Joey Schreiber sprained his ankle in that game the other night, so he didn't play a ton. Um, but I think he's got a huge upside. So you you see a, a game like Metro State so early in the schedule, and you know you got to point to that as a real barometer, I would think. Uh, how did you feel the team played? You know they were determined and focused, and that was one of the things that I had kind of talked to them about, just about the tradition that we have here in the program, um, the success that we've had, and it just hasn't been just straight talent. It's been focus and determination and. 
And, uh, you know, in our earlier games, they had that, but we didn't know what our identity was. So going into the Metro State game, there were some questions. And uh, I thought they responded very, very well as far as just taking each possession as they came, not trying to get the home run with every play. Um, just played solid, just solid. So how would you describe your team's identity? <laughs> I don't know yet. No, um, <laughs> you know, we have a lot of athletes. We're definitely longer than we've been in the past. Um, you know, I don't know if we're, you know, huge as far as our statue, as far as height goes, but we definitely have a lot of six, 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 seven guys that can do a lot of things um, inside and out. Um, we still have Richard Woodworth, who is, a, in my opinion, one of the best guards in the country in our two years that we, you know, won the national championship, went to the Final Four. I can't think of too many that were better than him. And so to have him in his senior year, you know, we're very, very fortunate there. Um, Austin Bragg is, is a unique inside player. He's not, you know, the strongest guy in the world, but yet he's a very good basketball player, very active, very long, jumps very well. Um, I would describe us as, a, you know, a long athletic team. It sounds like the the makings of a of a very good season. I mean, coming uh, off the experience you had last season. Now, the GNAC though is a tough conference. So you know, here here we are. I can I can uh, congratulate you on the success you've already had this season and the great program. But the GNAC's a tough conference. Oh man, you know we uh, we're not looking past anybody. And to be honest, I think our conference is probably the best in the country as far as coaches and talents and. Um, I mean, I, we do not have a team. Um, and I think I've talked to a lot of coaches about this in the summertime, but I don't think I can think of a, a team or a night where you go, oh, we'll finally you know, have an off night. I think every team in this league is competitive. Every team in this league is well coached. Um, yeah, it's going to be a battle. And so even though it's been a great start for us, you know, we're, we're not looking past or towards anything except the next game in Western Oregon on Thursday and, and you know, Brady's done an incredible job there, and they have, uh, of, I think, probably their best team since I've seen in the last few years. And so uh, it's going to be a battle. You know, I think a lot of people, obviously, uh, around the conference, and especially in Bellingham, remember Coach Jackson quite well and probably wonder if you get a chance to talk with him very often. <laughs> you know, ironically, we talk every uh, two or three days. Um, you know, I was with him for 17 years, and so there was uh, – relationship that was pretty unique and we have a lot of same value systems and you know I'm obviously curious about the UW and how he's doing down there and so uh, maybe you know maybe it's not every two or three days but it's at least once a week where we've connected and and just kind of talked about each other's teams and where they're at how guys are playing and and different things but I think he's enjoying it well I hope when you guys uh, play SPU maybe he'll be over there huh Well, I don't know. They've got a pretty hectic schedule this yeah, year. So I, I bet I they do. I'm, I'm not, yeah, but, it, you know, he, he was able to make it last year, so that was fun. Very good. Hey, Coach, thanks very much for being with us. We sure appreciate you joining us tonight, and I hope the, the season continues to go well for you. Yeah, you know, thanks for having us, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Okay, thanks very much. Tony Dominguez, Western Washington men's head basketball coach, and it sounds like they do indeed have an exciting season coming up. But it's just going to be a great, you can tell, it's going to be a great season for both men's and women's basketball. We're going to hear more about that coming up. But right now, let's see what's going, what's happening around the GNAC. In Bellingham, Western Washington volleyball head coach Diane Flick was named GNAC Coach of the Month for November after leading Western Washington to a perfect 7-0 record in the month. 
Western Washington wrapped up its second consecutive GNAC title and only lost one set in November. In men's basketball, preseason play wrapped up last weekend, highlighted by Western Washington defeating number one ranked Metro State on Saturday. The victory earned Western Washington GNAC Team of the Week honors, and center Austin Bragg scored a game-high 20 points and was named Red Lion Player of the Week. In women's basketball, Northwest Nazarene, Western Washington, and Western Oregon each won tournaments hosted at their respective institutions. Alaska Anchorage freshman Kiki Robertson was named Red Lion Player of the Week as she averaged 16.5 points and posted a GNAC high 12 steals against two Division I schools. With 10 institutions in five states and one Canadian province, the Great Northwest Athletic Conference has established itself as one of the premier athletic associations in NCAA Division II. In its proud history, 71 GNAC teams have recorded top 10 national finishes, with national titles coming in men's basketball, women's soccer, and men's soccer. Covering one of the largest footprints in the NCAA, GNAC members include University of Alaska Anchorage, University of Alaska Fairbanks, Central Washington University, Montana State University Billings, Northwest Nazarene University, St. Martin's University, Seattle Pacific University, Simon Fraser University, Western Oregon University, and Western Washington University. Next on GNAC Insider, we're delighted to have one of the new faces in women's basketball in the conference, Ryan Bragdon, Northwest Nazarene women's basketball coach. First season as head coach, comes over from the Midwest. A couple of seasons at Illinois State, three at Ohio University, seven at Western Michigan, all as an assistant. The uh, Crusaders are off to a terrific start. 6-0 and start so far this season. Some unbelievable shooting and offense, which we're going to get into here in just a minute. Already now ranked 18th in the latest Top 25 poll, and we're delighted to have with us Coach Ryan Bragdon of Northwest Nazarene. Coach, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thanks for having me. So, uh, you know, you come into a new program and, uh, you know, a new guy in the block, that's a heck of a start. <laughs> <laughs> well, it happens when the covers are stock full when I get here, so it's, it's kind of a luxury for me. Okay, we'll talk about the coverage a little bit then. Now, I got to I got to tell you the the uh I you almost have to laugh when you hear some of the statistics. Megan Henston 15 to 16 the other night, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Now, come that on. Was, that, that was probably one of the, that might have been one of the best performances I've seen uh as a coach. Uh because of the 15 to 16 about three of them were solo layups, and they're they're just jump shots, and they they did not even hit the rim. That's amazing. It was pretty That's unbelievable. Amazing. Now, granted, she's not going to do that every night, but she's a heck of an offensive player, huh? Oh yeah, she's just naturally talented. She works so hard, and uh, just competitive spirit. And really, I wasn't well. Fifteen or sixteen, I was kind of surprised. I didn't think that, but she was she's not happy with her shooting percentage on Friday night, and. Uh, to turn around and just do what she did on Saturday in back-to-back game situation was was unbelievable, and that's just that's just the talent that she is. 
So versus Cal Baptist the other night, you guys start 14 out of 17 as a team, and obviously she played a big part of that. But that's a heck of a start. Yeah, we were just kind of clicking. We talked about it, talked about our offense all all fall and all preseason. And um, Friday night, our first half was a little uncharacteristic for us. Um, and so we just talked about that going into Saturday's game, that that's what we're going to focus on and just shoot normal and don't change our shots. And, well, they took it pretty literal <laughs> and well, just put the ball in the hole. You know, to me, shooting is so much confidence, and that's why when you have a rough game, you have a tough game, I guess sometimes you just have to put that behind you and just move forward and, and, and maintain that confidence. Yeah, yeah, it's just a mentality, and that's what we've been talking about uh, with with the whole team. Uh, they're all expected to contribute on the offensive end if they're on the floor, and um, they are, and they're doing it in a big way. So tell me about some of the other standouts for you offensively. Uh, obviously, Chelsea Luke uh, is another one of our seniors that uh, just a natural offensive player. Um, she can shoot, lights out, and she can. She, I'm not going to put it past her to have her 15 for 16 night because she can get in a little zone like that and just start filling it up pretty quick. Um, our two point guards, uh, Kayla Schumann and Taylor Simmons, have really come along offensively for us, uh, especially in the last couple of weeks, and supplemental points. And it's kind of crazy that, like, Taylor had 20 and Kayla had 18, and those, those are kind that's of considered amazing. supplemental points, so that's pretty good. Um, <laughs> but they're, they're really showing what they're, they're capable of and how they're going to contribute to our team offensively this year, too. So tell me, you know, about your offense. How would you describe the offense? Are you getting a lot of easy baskets or, or just patience? How's that working out? Uh, just patience. We talk a lot about efficiency and, and just execution, uh, trying to get everybody involved. Uh, I said from day one, um, if they're going to be on the floor, they're going to be a threat offensively. And it, it took a while. I, I took over a defensive-minded club, and and but they bought into that uh, throughout the fall and the preseason. Uh, they've really bought into it in a big way, and uh, it's paying off. So, we just move the ball around, and we get an open shot. We take it, and and everybody. We got a lot of a lot of skill on our team, and uh, that shows up now in this new offensive philosophy. Let me give you a chance to uh, give some credit on the defensive end and the rebounding end. Yeah, who on your team there. has been? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, rebounding, rebounding again. It's it's the mentality that we have, and. Uh, we're a little undersized compared to, especially now going to the conference. Um, we're a little undersized, so we talked about it's just the mentality. That's all it is. It's just effort and guts, and uh, they they kind of carried that over from last year. And uh, defensively, it's a, it's another new system for them to learn. And uh, but they're they're picking up on it, and we're get we're at, getting better and better at that uh, every single game. Even though even though they had eight points. Does it look like it? What well, we actually did feel pretty good coming out of that game. So now you've got conference play, and I'm sure you know you're new to the conference, and so it's going to be any way you look at it, it's going to be a new world for you. But this is a very tough uh, women's basketball conference, is it not? Yeah, it's one of the best, and that's why I came. Um, that was one of the draws. Of, uh, 
is the competitiveness in the conference from top to bottom. Uh, my last two years at Illinois State, the Missouri Valley Conference was very similar to that, um, just level from top to bottom, where you have to show up every night and and play at your very best, otherwise you can get beat. And that's that's what makes coaching fun. That's what makes playing fun. And uh, so that's really the draw of the conference. And, and obviously, Northwest Nazarene is a great school, a great women's basketball tradition, and and so. That's why I'm here. Yeah. Well, I, I, it wouldn't be fair of me to ask you about the individual teams in the conference, given the chance that you haven't had, had any exposure to them yet. But one of the things that I would think makes your, your job a little tougher, too, looking at this conference compared to others, is the travel. I mean, we've got a pretty big geography in the GNAC. It is. It's very interesting. And I spent the last hour looking at mountain passes. We're getting ready to drive over <laughs> to Oregon tomorrow, and uh, one of my assistants texted me and said that the passes were closed for six hours today, so we're looking at flight possibilities, but um, yeah, I'm actually excited for it. I had family over in Washington and on that west side, and so we get to see them a little more, and never been to Alaska, so looking forward to that, and so yeah, I'm just glad to be back at this part of the country and, and really get to see all of it now with this conference. And I think your senior guard uh, is uh, she's from uh, Kaiser, I think, pretty close to where you're going to play uh, this weekend. Yeah, Speaking right about the road, we're gonna, Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have a, a good little following down there with with her whole crew, and um, I'm selling it as Michael Jordan's last trip home. So <laughs> we're hoping for another big one. I don't know if I can expect 15 for 16, but I'm, <laughs> I was just going to say that. Close. Yeah, very good. No pressure. <laughs> hey, Coach, exactly. thanks very much. Welcome to the GNAC. We're really glad to have you on the show tonight, and uh, have a good uh, opening of the season. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, thanks so much. Uh, the new uh, women's basketball coach, Ryan Bragdon of Northwest Nazarene. And, uh, boy, you t- uh, talk, tell you what, I-, I like it when a guy comes in and says, I came with a cupboard full. You know, that's what I call being modest, being humble. But I think there's probably some truth to it. But uh, nevertheless, uh, it looks like it's going to be an exciting basketball season in Nampa for the women and probably for the men, too. Hey, we're going to get a good look at both men's and women's basketball from one of the senior broadcasters in the conference who's going to give us a good outlook on not only how uh, his own team that he broadcasts, Central Washington, looks, but also the rest of the conference. Rob Lowry is going to be joining us here in just a moment. But right now, let's take a look at this week in the GNAC. In Georgia, the Western Washington women's soccer team and Simon Fraser's men's soccer team are preparing for NCAA Final Four matches on Thursday. Western Washington will face reigning NCAA champion West Florida on Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, while Simon Fraser takes on Carson Newman of Tennessee at 5 p.m. Pacific Time. The winners of the semifinal matches will advance to the NCAA championship match on Saturday with the women's final at 9 a.m. Pacific time and the men's final at noon Pacific. For live video coverage and tournament information, be sure to visit GNACsports.com. In volleyball, West Region Round 1 action begins on Thursday in California. Alaska Anchorage faces BYU-Hawaii at 2.30 Pacific time. Western Washington takes on Sonoma State at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, and Central Washington challenges Cal State San Bernardino at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time. 
Winners advance to round two matches on Friday, with round three set for Saturday. And in basketball, GNAC play kicks off with all ten men's and women's schools set for action this weekend. GNACsports.com is your 24-7 resource for all the latest on the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Schedules, results, standings, highlights, statistics, and profiles for all 10 GNAC members. Plus, catch live event coverage on GNAC TV. GNAC Insider will be right back. Get the degree you need for the life you want at Central Washington University. Small classes and nationally recognized faculty passionate about teaching give students a chance to do what they're learning. Central's approach takes students beyond the limits of textbooks in the classroom. Visit CWU in sunny Central Washington and online at CWU.edu. Learn. Do. Live. At Central Washington University. And in Ellensburg tonight, right there is Rob Lowry, Central Washington's play-by-play voice for football and basketball. And uh, I'll always have kind of a special place in my heart for Rob because he was our very first guest on our very first live GNAC Insider. Rob, how are you tonight? Kevin, how are you doing? It's uh, it's great to be back with you once again. And uh, uh, things are looking good for the Wildcats. Uh, I heard your... Uh, commentary just a minute ago about the volleyball team. I think the GNAC, and I don't want to get off the basketball subject. No, that's what you're going to talk about. But uh, I think the GNAC is going to fare really, really well at the uh, West Regionals this weekend, and I wouldn't be surprised to see a a GNAC team uh, actually emerge as the champion from the West Regional. Oh, that would be so exciting. You know, there's something that tells me that they don't get seeded properly in uh, some of these tournaments. I mean, I think we saw it in the men's soccer. Simon Fraser was like the fourth seed, I think, in the first in the first round and, uh, you know, came out obviously the champion. So you're pretty excited about Western Washington in the volleyball tournament and, and, and soccer, too, the women's soccer. Well, again, I'm sorry, uh, for Western, uh, yeah. But the, for, for Central, I'm sorry, obviously, uh, yeah. Yeah. Central's got volleyball, though. Central's uh, in the volleyball uh, tournament. Right. They, and, again, as I was mentioning, they, you know, they're taking on the host, uh, Kelsey San Bernardino, tomorrow night, or a Thursday night issue. They've already beaten them once this year. And uh, I'll be honest with you, the Wildcats who headed, uh, are heading down to San Bernardino, they head down there with uh, – with a lot of, uh, they are very, uh, they're very, they're a very confident bunch going down there. I can, I can guarantee you that. Well, the conference play was so tight, you know, this year. Seems to me that a lot of the teams are are well prepped for uh, the playoffs. Three teams going down. Mario and Mario and is the central coach. He and I had kind of a long conversation yesterday. And we talked a little bit about this, and he brought up something extremely interesting that maybe the casual volleyball observer uh, doesn't uh, doesn't see, because we up here in the Northwest, in the Great Northwest Athletic Conference, don't necessarily get an opportunity to see the California or the uh, or the Pac West teams often, but we play a little different style up here. Uh, we uh, have a uh, more of a defensive mentality, I guess you could put it that way. And uh, and Mario says that can be a frustrating uh, a frustrating part to uh, California and, uh, and the Hawaii teams and the other Pac West teams 
who essentially play more of a, a an offensive uh, an offensive type game. So uh, it, it could be interesting to see how that plays out this weekend. You know, I've always been a believer that when it comes to playoffs, almost any sport, defense is big. Well, and there's no question. And uh, again, if, if you can continue to return the ball, if you can if you can take the heat uh, that the, some of the teams are going to bring, and you can return that, eventually uh, a hitting error will occur. And uh, again, uh, that's going to bode well if uh, if the defense is uh, on its toes for any of the GNAC teams. Uh, and again, I, I have uh, I have some confidence that the GNAC may uh, may be hoisting that West Region trophy. I like how you think. So let's uh, switch over to basketball here for a bit. Tell me about what you think, first of all, about the Wildcats. Well, I think Central is going to be a better team in February than it is right now, uh, simply because there are a lot of new faces on this year's Wildcat team. Uh, Three outstanding freshmen uh, are all playing for the Wildcats. Uh, We have some transfers, community college, and and four-year transfers who are playing. And right now, everybody is getting used to everybody else. Uh, Mark McLaughlin, uh, followers, Gene. Hey, Rob, I'm sorry. I'm going to ask you to repeat yourself for a second. Uh, I think we're having a little bit of an issue with the uh, phone. So uh, if you just repeat yourself just for a second. Well, I was just going to say, I think most GNAC followers may know the name of Mark McLaughlin. He was the uh, GNAC leading scorer last year, and he's averaging 28 points a game this year through the first five games for the Wildcats. So he obviously is off to a hot start. Kevin Davis is our 6'9 center. Uh, He is playing well. Uh, He averaged a double-double in the GNAC Pac West Challenge that we hosted here in the Nicholson Pavilion in Ellensburg a couple of weeks ago. He's playing very well. J.B. Pollard's a transfer from Northwest Nazarene, and he is giving us more size up front. And uh, Mark but- uh, Jeff Budnick, I should say, transfer from Montana State, gives the Wildcats a little bit of size inside. You're going 6'7", 6'9", 6'10". So we have a little more size on the inside than usual. Uh, some quick guards on the outside. Josh Lord's a transfer from Tacoma Community College, one of the quicker point guards we have had in a while. And again, the three freshmen, uh, Jalen Peake uh, played at West Valley High School in Yakima, which is just south of Ellensburg. Uh, he was the conference's MVP last year. He's a true freshman. He's playing. Terry Don came from Arlington, Washington, where he was that school's all-time leading scorer. He's playing for the Wildcats. And Mark Rogers is a point guard from Los Angeles. And as, as a freshman, he is playing as well. So, uh, the Wildcats are a little young, but, uh, again, when all these players are blended together and Coach Sparling, Greg Sparling, now in his 19th year here, finally gets uh, his rotation the way he wants it, I think this Wildcat team is going to be uh, a real dark horse to, to challenge for one of the top spots in the GNAC um, come the end of the regular season and heading into the postseason tournament. Well, that's probably what the coach is looking at, I would think, uh, is the uh, the postseason tournament, given what you said about the inexperience. Well, again, uh, with a lot of new faces, it's always going to take a little time to get everybody on the same page. Uh, a lot of the guys who have come from community college, they had different systems there. Certainly the, the high school players had different systems there. 
uh, Greg Sparling has players adapt to his system, which is a fast-paced offense, and it's an aggressive defense that he likes to say you get up the line, you get on the line, you, you force uh, you force pass the passes uh, into into traffic, it trap players defensively. He likes to play aggressively on both ends of the floor, and it's going to take some of these new guys a little bit of time to get used to the speed of the game uh, played at the GNAC. And, and Greg and I were talking the other day about that. He said it's a big step up for community college players to GNAC play. That's a big step up. And when you're trying to come from high school to GNAC play, that's an enormous step up, and it will take you a while to get used to that. Yeah, makes sense. So let's talk about the the men's uh, conference. How do you, you know, very tough conference. We've talked about that. We'll be talking about it here for months. A lot of balance, not a lot of easy uh, pickings here. Uh, tell me about how you – give me an overview, uh, in your opinion, of the men's uh, side of the basketball this year. Well, Kevin, I think you hit it right on the nose. We're going to be talking about this for months because I'm not so sure there's a real clear-cut front runner. Uh, Seattle Pacific was picked high as number one in some of the preseason polls, but we saw this past weekend that they were knocked off by Chico State. I don't think that's any knock on the Falcons. I think that is just an indication of how tough basketball in the West Coast is going to be this year. And of the three conferences, the CCAA in California, uh, the PacWest Conference, which has California schools and Arizona and Utah and Hawaii schools, and the GNAC, I'm not so sure that from top to bottom our conference isn't going to be the strongest. I, I really and truly believe uh, that the teams that will be in the lower echelon of the GNAC would probably be in the middle echelon and maybe even the upper echelon of, of those other two conferences. Something I, I think I've seen developing over the past few years is You've, you've had that top tier of GNAC men's basketball programs. Central, I believe, is among them. Western Washington, the defending national champion a couple of years back, certainly among them. Seattle Pacific has been a national playoff team, certainly among them. Alaska Anchorage would be among those top, uh, top teams as well. But you're seeing the, the middle and, and the, the lower tier, the GNAC, they are all elevating their games. Uh, and, and making this a more compressed conference, if you understand what I'm getting at. I do. There are no, I, I, guess the, I guess the easiest way to put it is there's no gimmies in the GNAC anymore. And, and that wasn't the case a few years ago, but that is not the case anymore. Is that the biggest change that you've seen in your years, uh, you know, observing men's basketball? Well, I, I, here at Central, I, I think that's the case, that uh, – as the GNAC has developed and grown under the uh, under the leadership now of Dave Hagland, you have seen all the teams in this conference really step up and really elevate their games. Uh, and along with that, uh, a lot of travel, and that takes a t- that can take a toll on you. Central is uh, beginning its season Thursday night to get at Montana State Billings and then at Seattle Pacific. That's a tough way to begin the oh, campaign, wow. but again. Uh, after that, so you have travel to Alaska and here and there and uh, everywhere. And so uh, the, this is a, this, whatever team comes out of the GNAC or teams that go into the division, they're going to be battle-tested. There's no question about that, and they're going to be ready for the postseason. And I guess the only unfortunate thing is sometimes it looks like we kind of beat up on each other, and they may – prevent a GNAC team from getting that host role for the West region, which is too bad. Now, Central is hosted, as you know, 
Western Washington has hosted. Seattle Pacific, I believe, has hosted. So we have had our opportunities. And hopefully, again, this year, we're going to have the chance uh, to host the, uh, the West Regional at one of the GNAC schools. Alaska hosted, too, and they did a fine job. Okay, let's uh, turn the page and take a look at the women's uh, conference. Uh, how do you see we'll, – we'll not ask your opinion yet about the uh, Wildcat women, but let's uh, look at the conference overall. Northwest Nazarene's coach was just with us a minute ago. They're off to an amazing start. But that looks like a very competitive uh, competition. Well, again, I, I, I see the same thing on the – and I have the opportunity, the pleasure, quite frankly, of doing some women's games along with the men's games occasionally. We'll do doubleheaders and things like that. So I get a chance to, to uh, see the Wildcat women. And uh, I think we've something on the women's side, the, the middle and lower echelon, they're all getting tougher as well. And, again, there's, there's no gimme in, uh, in the women's side uh, anymore either. Uh, it looks like the women's side this year – is going to be more wide open than any year that I can think of in the immediate past with Montana State Billings, the team that was picked uh, by the coaches in the preseason poll to be on top. But, uh, again, I think maybe you have as many as five teams, maybe six teams that have a legitimate chance of ending the season uh, number one in the GNAC. That's tremendous. So how about the Wildcat women? Well, I, I think this is going to be this is a continual building process for head coach Sean Nelson. This is his year he came over from Carroll College in Montana, and uh, he's doing a great job building this team. This team has more depth than it has in the past couple of years, and and that certainly bodes well for the Wildcats. Has some size. Uh, Jessica Van Dyke, who uh, was an honorable mention, a Red Lion GNAC Player of the Week this week, uh, is a, a ter- score she played last year on two bad knees quite frankly and uh, she's back now and probably as healthy as she's been in her now three-year wildcat career she's uh, someone who can hit the three-point shot she's among the nation's leaders and three-pointers made uh, but she's tough on the inside and she is the unquestioned leader of this wildcat squad Uh, but Allie schmidt is the wildcats point guard and uh, she's among the nation's leaders in assist to turnover ratio she uh, had some injury problems last year, had a bad back, but she has come back this year and is playing extremely, extremely well. And along with those two, some size on the inside, some depth they can rotate into, the, um, into uh, pretty much every position, including Erica Locker, who is the uh, sister of uh, Jake Locker of Tennessee Titans fame. Mm. And um, so the depth is going to be a big help for the Wildcats this year again right now. A lot of new faces on the women's team as well. Sean Nelson's getting that rotation down, and uh, this Wildcat team is going to be uh, is going to be one to be reckoned with as the season progresses. And again, uh, you know, we're tipping off the season Thursday night for men's and women's play, so let's go. Yep, everybody's ready. Hey, Rob, thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedule uh, to join us again tonight. We sure appreciate it, and I hope you're right about the volleyball. Well, again, uh, let's let's see if I if I can pick them. But uh, yeah, let's hope the GNAC brings home a volleyball crown. And again, Kevin, and, and give me a call. I look forward to talking to you. 
It's sure a pleasure. Rob Lowry, a great broadcaster in Ellensburg for Central Washington University. And let me welcome back onto the program Evan O'Kelly, because Evan's going to give us a little bit of an overview of some of the things going on in the conference. Kind of a funny week, as I said earlier, Evan, with the travel and everything. But i got to think a lot of athletes in the conference, particularly some uh, soccer players and some volleyball players, a little bit nervous this week. Well, yeah, I mean, undoubtedly they're nervous heading into the playoffs, but I think a lot of them are ready. You know, we got three teams down in California now for volleyball, and if you you look at the bracket here, it's kind of a kind of a really tough string here. If you're going to win the the regional, you got to win Thursday and then come back and play Friday and Saturday. So that's three straight uh, days with a match, and uh, if if you have a a tough match early on, that could be uh, tough for you later. Yeah, no doubt about that. Now, tell me about the health of, of the uh, of the three teams that are in there. D- does everybody look pretty healthy? You know, I think so, uh, and I really think the week plus, almost two weeks off that they've had has given them some time. Uh, you know, sure. I know there were a few nicks and bruises here and there, especially we talked about with Alaska Anchorage last time we talked with uh, Coach Chris Green, but, you know, I think that uh, week and a half to two weeks did them well, and they should all be good to go here uh, on Thursday. So we've got Alaska Anchorage, Western Washington, and Central Washington uh, in the volleyball. Um, I, I would guess you'd have to say Central on paper has it toughest because they're playing the number one seed in host. Is that right? Yep, they're uh, pitted against uh, Cal State San Bernardino, and then uh, Western Washington will take on Sonoma State, a team that they lost to in the preseason. So that'll be a tough match for them. But uh, again, that's a very different team. Western Washington is now. Uh, you know, they they've won nine straight matches. Right. They went seven and zero in November, only losing one set. So I think they're really fired up and ready to go here for the postseason. And Alaska Anchorage is strong. Yeah, they're uh, strong as well. You know, they're facing a tough BYU-Hawaii team who had several players on the Dactronics All-West Region squad. So that'll be a good match for them. But again, um, they've turned some heads this season. So let's switch and talk about soccer for a minute. The long trip to a, uh, right outside of Augusta, Georgia, I guess, for the Simon Fraser men and the Western Washington women. Some real, uh, I mean, you make it to the Final Four, it's a pretty sensational season no matter what. Uh, Simon Fraser, though, there for the second year in a row. Yeah, and, you know, that experience ultimately is going to really help them. You know, of the four teams that are in this year's men's Final Four, they're the only one uh, who was there last year. And uh, we talked with Coach Koch last week, and, you know, he was the first one to say it. Their mindset this year is completely different. Last season they were kind of happy to be there, and this season they're ready to go out there and win a semifinal match. Uh, and then you look over on the women's side in Western Washington, uh, that gives two uh, GNAC schools in the Final Four. It, it's only us in the Northeast 10 Conference that can boast two, having two schools in the soccer Final Four. And for Western Washington, it's the first time ever in program history. Uh, it's already their best season ever, and they're definitely hungry for these uh, final two victories. Yeah, really sensational. Uh, I'll tell you, Western Washington's had a, a heck of a fall uh uh, campaign uh, uh, the women's soccer team doing well the, the women's uh, volleyball team uh, the champion so you know uh, very exciting to see uh, to see the success one also just hats off we kind of sometimes don't get a chance to stop down for a minute and congratulate you know acknowledge the uh, conference champions cross country Alaska Anchorage men and women it's been a, a month probably now or a few weeks anyway 
But uh, congratulations to them, the Azusa Pacific football team, uh, Western Washington volleyball, uh, men's soccer, of course, Simon Fraser. So it's been a heck of a uh, a heck of a fall season, and now we look ahead to basketball. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, when you're when you still are covering two sports here, and it's December, and we're still writing about soccer, you know, uh, that's a really good thing, and that's what we uh, want, and it means that we're doing really well. So uh, we're excited for basketball to get going, but uh, we'll be rooting for all of our. Uh, GNAC teams and championships here this weekend. Yeah, that we will. Evan, thanks so much. We're, this is our last chance to uh, greet each other uh, on the air here uh, before the holidays. We're going to take a break here while uh, the other sports wind down and basketball kind of gears up, and we'll be back the first Tuesday night in January to resume. But uh, thank you so much for all the work you've done tonight, all season long, and we look forward to a very exciting basketball season as well. Thanks, Evan. Well, thank you, Kevin, and until then, have a good holiday break. Okay, you too. And thank you all very much, everybody in the listening audience and all of our guests for being with us here on GNAC Insider. We wish the very best to everybody competing in soccer and volleyball this week. And we'll join you in early January for the next edition of GNAC Insider. Thank you for joining us on GNAC Insider, the weekly update on the student-athletes, coaches, and events of the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Catch us live every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Pacific at blogtalkradio.com slash Insider, or listen at your convenience throughout the week at GNACsports.com or subscribe to the podcast over iTunes. GNAC Insider is a production of Soundbrook, creating revenue streams with digital audio. 